Okay, it's time once again for Mixing It Up with Pete and Maureen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad that our studio audience approves. I'm Pete. I'm Maureen. We are a married couple, and we have been married almost 44 years now, and every week we get together with a couple of drinks here in our dining room. We get behind the microphones because... We're not afraid to use them. And we talk about whatever it is that's on our little old minds. Sometimes we pull it off the top of our head. And sometimes it comes out of someplace else. But we always try to make it informative and interesting, and this week on Mixing It Up with Pete and Maureen, we're doing... Part three of our series on... Cruising. Which is just the best darn thing in the world that you can do. And this week we're talking specifically about... The excursion experience. And how to book them. And uh, there are about five different choices that you have when it comes to excursions. Right. The first is you can always book an excursion through the cruise line, and that's the most common. And it's the one I think that's your best choice. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, You can also pre-book an excursion through an outside company. Or there are also local companies when you get off the boat that you can book an excursion right then and there with. Or you can just get off the boat and venture out on your own. Or you could stay on the ship. And you know what? There ain't nothing wrong with doing that. First of all, if you're on a tight budget, you're saving money. But number two... When everybody else is off the ship on their excursions, you have more of the ship to yourself. That means less of a crowd and easier time finding a good spot at the pool. It's not a bad thing. It's not. Now, pros and cons for uh, booking with the cruise line versus an outside source. Right. You might find that you get a better price online going around the, the cruise company. You might get a better price. And there are sometimes there are destinations that an outside company offers that the cruise line does not. Just remember that not all outside companies are reputable companies. And there's no guarantee that they'll get you back to the ship should something happen, like a flat tire on your tour bus. Using the cruise line ensures that the vehicles that you'll be riding in have been inspected, that they're safe, that the tour guides are professional, and your safety is assured. And by using a cruise line affiliated excursion, you know that the company is in constant communication with the ship and that if there is an unforeseen problem, they will find some way to be sure to get you back on the ship. And know that this is one of the very few times when the boat will wait for you if you are on a ship uh, sanctioned excursion and something happens. Just know that using the cruise line might cost you a little bit more to book that excursion, but I think in most cases, the peace of mind is certainly worth it. I think so. We recommend that when you're on an excursion that you bring along a bag, uh, pack some water bottles, some snacks, any medication that you might need, sunscreen, bug spray. Also make sure that you have a waterproof watch, because remember, if you're going to be doing some diving, you don't want to wreck your watch. So make sure that you have a waterproof watch, which is set to the ship's time. That's very important. If you're relying on your cell phone clock, which a lot of people do, it could reset to local time and you could wind up being late for your return to the ship. Also, uh, water shoes might be required for some excursions, may be desired if, for example, uh, you're on a rocky beach. Also, I recommend sneakers better than sandals or flip-flops. You don't want to be in sandals or flip-flops where you're doing a lot of walking. That's right. Now, there are categories of excursions that you might want to keep in mind. Active versus passive. Whether 
you want something with a, a lot of strenuous activity, or if you're more passive, like you hiking, want a sightseeing. swimming, scuba diving, things like that. Zip lining, <laughs> or just taking a sightseeing bus. Right, and if you read the descriptions, they're pretty accurate, and you can be pretty uh, well informed by doing that. Yeah, they usually will tell you, uh, if, you know, is it is it a lot of uh, uphill and downhill walking? Is it rocky terrain? They're usually pretty good about explaining how tough that excursion is going to be. Also, you want to think about: Do I want to do a full day excursion, or do I just want something for a half day or just a couple of hours? Right, because it depends on how much you want to spend in the port and of course the the full day ones are more expensive because it's more time do you want to spend your time guided or do you want free time do you want to sightsee with a, a guide to explain what you're seeing or do you want to just take a free time excursion where the bus drops you off maybe in the shopping district and gives you a couple of hours to walk around and picks you up later on with a bag full of goodies that's right now if you are going to go somewhere that's like a a good distance from the boat, you really want to book an excursion. You don't want to t- take a chance on a taxi or something like that. Um, also, if you need a guide, you definitely want an excursion. Just remember that you're not in Kansas anymore. And believe it or not, as nice as everything may look, there are some sketchy areas that could be just a short walk away from the pier. So always be aware of your surroundings. And the best information comes right from the cruise uh, staff. There are people dedicated to the excursions, and they can answer all your questions. And by all means, attend the presentation that they offer where they go through all the different excursions and options. Now, here are some of the experiences that we've had. Uh, Our first trip, our first cruise ever, was to Canada. And we went to New Brunswick, and we went to Halifax, Nova Scotia. And the first time on any any, uh, destination, we recommend a, a bus tour. Because that way you are sure you got all the highlights. It's a very efficient way to to see everything. See everything in a short period of time, and it, it's not really physically hard on you. Now, when we were in New Brunswick, we can tell you that there is a very nice market right by the the ship's dock. There's also a bus tour where you can go and see the Bay of Fundy, which is very interesting to see. It is. It, it's a very unique geographic um, spot on the Earth, in which this body of water has a high point and a low point and because of the tides the the high point and the low point reverse as the tide comes in and tide comes out and therefore the direction that the water flows also reverses and it's a very uh, uh, unique thing it's you really hard it to, to explain it to you on the air but if, if you go on uh, youtube I'm sure there's videos where you can see it. And even that doesn't do it justice. You really have to see it in person. And believe me, people stand and watch this Bay of Fundy change direction. And they stand there with their jaws dropped. And you get to go to see it from a beautiful vantage point way, way up high. And you're looking down on the Bay of Fundy and you can see the whole thing. Halifax, Nova Scotia is also very nice. And we highly recommend going to the Maritime Museum in Halifax. There is a great exhibit about the Titanic. In fact, uh, Halifax is where many of the people who were pulled from the water on the Titanic, the people that had died, uh, were buried there in Halifax. And the tombstones are actually aligned to resemble the bow of a ship. I believe the, uh, the guys that were in the Titanic band are buried at that site, as I recall. I'm not sure about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's eerily interesting. If you're a Titanic fan... 
you definitely want to check this out in Halifax. And of course, all of these places have wonderful shopping and restaurants and things like that to go to. Now we're going to talk about my favorite spot in the world. That's got to be Bermuda, the land of the most pleasant people anywhere. I guess, Maureen, it's that British influence that I, they have. I think so. They're very polite to a fault. One of the problems that we found when you get off the ship, and this was especially true in the Bahamas, it's a nonstop hustle. There's always somebody there trying to sell you some kind of a service, some kind of a product, braiding your hair, uh, you know, making you a Bahama mama. Uh, it's, it's a pain in the neck. And this does not happen in Bermuda. They are not allowed to approach you. They are not allowed to hassle you. Uh, when you get off the ship, there will be vehicles there uh, for tours, for sightseeing, and they hold up a sign explaining what that service is. They're not allowed to approach you. The whole attitude in Bermuda is, you are a Bermudian, and this is how you behave. You do not behave in an untoward manner. They're unfailingly polite. And we love that. Yeah. Now, when you go to Bermuda, you are, the nice thing is that you're usually there for several days. So that's a good thing. So we recommend take the bus tour the first day and get the lay of the land. And that takes you from one end of the island to the other, and you see all the major... You'll see things. the Somerset Bridge, the world's tiniest drawbridge. All, it opens all of about a foot wide. Yeah, really you'll something. see the, uh, the uh, Bermuda Parliament Complex. Uh, lots of lots and lots of things. Yeah. Um, then after that, you're, you're probably there for another two days. So to buy a ferry pass. There's a multi-day ferry pass, very inexpensive, and it allows you to ride the ferries unlimited yeah as many times days. as you want and it's a great ride even just sitting on the say, ferry if you don't do anything else the, enjoying the, the waves nice. and the breeze it's it's terrific it's really nice so the one uh destination from the dock is to hamilton which is the capital city of bermuda right and upon that's about a 45 minute ride on the ferry mm -hmm. and when you get there there's restaurants and high-end shopping oh you can shop till you drop I'm talking big buck designer. Fashion. They've got Yves Saint Laurent. They've got Louis Vuitton. How do you like my French? Oh, Is that good? Très bien, monsieur. They've, they've got Gucci. They've got Smoochie. They've got Poochie. They've got everybody. Everything. And it's not really um, too much of a bargain, but... If you have, if you want to window shop or you want to bring back that special item, it's yeah. a good, good thing. The other uh, place that you can go to by the ferry is St. George. Now, this is a more historical end. A whole of, different of the field island. than Hamilton. It's the whole other end of the island at the very very tip. colonial, very colonial, very historic. Nice uh, restaurants. Lots of uh, very quaint kind of buildings to see architecturally, churches. Make sure that you're there at 12 noon to catch the town gossip. It is so much fun. This is, this, they reenact what they used to do back in the colonial days with someone that was a gossip. And this woman, she's employed by the, the town. She's done it for years. And they, she goes running through the town square, in and out of the restaurants, and she'll be like pursued by a bunch of guys dressed in colonial gear, and they're trying to catch her, and she's running, and she's 
interacting with the tourists and she'll accuse you of yeah. I was with you. now you I saw you last night don't you go accusing me you were I saw the- you with that other woman at the bar and of course it's all in fun and what they do is they eventually catch her and they tie her to a chair and they punish her in the way that it was done in colonial times. They dunk her into the water three or four times. Yeah, and she's so great because she gets up and, and you know at the end, and you expect her to be all <laughs> contrite, and she'll get all out of the chair and she'll be. But I'm telling you, <laughs> she goes running off. Don't miss it. It's it's a hysterical, a lot of fun. Now also. It, in the, the dockyard area, which is where your, your ship will, will be located, there's a tram car. Mm-hmm. And it runs right from the, the curb where the boat is all the way through the whole dockyard complex. Absolutely free. And you can get on and off as many times as you want. Take you wherever you need to go. If you want to go to the Frog and Onion restaurant or if you want to go to the, uh, the glass works where they do the glass blowing or where they have the rum cakes or you want to go to the Clock Tower shopping mall... The tram will take you there, or you can just sit on it all day and ride around and take in the sights. It's really great. And uh, we, we do like the Frog and Onion. It's a- Highly recommend the Frog and Onion. It's a lot of fun, great local cuisine. If you really want to try something exotic, try the fish chowder. Uh, not necessarily for everybody. And uh, I also recommend if you're looking for a good drink, try the Dark and Stormy, which is rum and ginger beer. So... Just some things to keep in mind. Also, um, another excursion that we have done that we did not like was the glass bottom boat ride. That was disappointing. It was at night in the Bermuda Triangle. Dun dun dun. And they, they, you know, it sounded like, oh, this would be a hoot. And unfortunately, these glass bottom boats are like looking into a dirty aquarium. There's all kinds of algae and stuff yeah. right up against the glass, and yeah, you they, don't get a good view. They open view. up these doors, and they, they turn on lights, and you look down, and you're supposed to be seeing pieces of shipwrecks. Well, I thought I saw a piece of water, too, <laughs> down there, but th- that's about all that I saw. And, and you know, you're supposed to see the exotic fish, but what you need to remember is that this is in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, you're not in the Caribbean. So the, sh- the uh, fish that tend to live in that area are very non-colorful they're yeah. they're silver they're gray they're not pretty fish yeah. if, you want, <laughs> if you want the good fish you've got to go down to the caribbean that's where the colorful fish are so we we did not like that one um there is if you like beaches there is a beach right at the dock on dockyards but it's small and it tends to fill up very quickly because it's so close and uh, the other peach- beaches are popular. There's a horseshoe. Horseshoe Bay. Everybody loves Horseshoe Bay, but it's rocky. It, it is rocky, and it's not as accessible. Uh, you either you either have to climb over some like hills and rocks to get to it, or if the if you take the bus, the bus takes you to the end of like a trail, and it's at least a half a mile or more from where the bus drops you off till you actually get onto the beach. So. It, it's not so easy. Make sure to look for the pink sand on the beach. I just want to warn you to avoid disappointment. It is not as pink as you think, but it is, it's pinkish. Right, it, it, and it gets its color from coral that uh, has disintegrated into sand. Another place that we enjoyed very much was Turks and Caicos. That's, that's one of those places when you say you've been to Turks and Caicos, people go, what, where? It's not one that you hear about a lot, but we really liked it. We highly recommend Margaritaville. 
We're not kidding. We know that Margaritaville is a franchise and they've got them all over the place. But the one in Turks and Caicos we thought was a gem. It's right there at the dock again. And it has a pool, a large pool with a swim up bar. Yeah. And it's free to go to this pool. They have live entertainment. There'll be uh, Jamaican music and, you know, reggae uh, sounds going on, steel drum music. Now, of course, if you want a table, do the right thing and order something, okay? Just don't sit there like a like a bump on a log. Order something and then, uh, you know, just get a burger or something and, and sit back and enjoy yourself and take a swim out to the pool bar and grab a drink. It's, it's really good and inexpensive, even with buying a food. We also highly recommend an excursion of swimming with the stingrays. It's great fun. You're in water that's maybe waist high. Uh, the stingrays are very gentle. Let me assure you, Maureen and I did this. Uh, everybody thinks about the tragedy with Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, when he got stung and, and killed, unfortunately, by, by a stingray, that was a freak accident. And they will tell you how to walk because that, that's what happened to Steve Irwin. He apparently stepped on a ray and the thing jumped and he got hit with the, uh, the tail. The tails are very uh, pointy. And very sharp. They've got like barbs on them. So you have to be very careful when you're walking in the water. They will teach you. You just shuffle your feet back and forth. You don't lift your feet up. You just shuffle them in the sand. And that actually will signal the stingray to move from your location. And it's, it makes it safer. And they're very gentle. Very Absolutely They're actually docile. adorable. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're actually very sweet. You, they, can, you can feed them. You can feed them. They don't bite. The, the mouth is kind of like a big suction cup. And you put the uh, the fish that they give you under the stingray, and he just kind of sucks it up like that. It's like a kiss. And they're very gentle creatures. <laughs> really sweet. Um, while on that one, a diver will dive off the side of your boat, go down to the bottom of the ocean, and come up with a conch shell. A live conch. Yeah. And you're free to have a bite if you like. And he'll scoop, take his knife, and he'll scoop out the the conch and offer it to anyone who wants to take yeah, a taste doesn't get any fresher than that but uh i, I i'm not a, a raw fish person yeah. so i didn't try I, it. I am a raw fish person and i love sushi but the, the conch i, I figured I'd, I'd take a side step on that one so puerto rico puerto rico is an interesting place because when you go to san juan there is old san juan which is very lovely architecturally Uh, very brightly colored buildings and homes. Uh, And then there's New San Juan, which is kind of like New York City with palm trees. And yeah, in in New San Juan, they've got all the major stores that you would expect to see anywhere. We toured the fort. That was very interesting to see. Mm -hmm. And if you are in San Juan, don't go into La Perla. La Perla is a very rough section of San Juan. It's actually segregated from the rest of the city behind a wall. And there is a reason for that. It's a very dangerous place to be. So avoid any temptation that you may have to go into La Perla. The name sounds nice. It's the Pearl. But it's actually a very, very rough neighborhood. Even the locals don't want to go there or the police. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. St. Thomas. Beautiful, beautiful island. Uh, Very... um, full of lush vegetation and and wildlife it is is. um very mountainous too yes and they're they're when you get off there's again there's shopping right there and what you really if you don't do anything else you have to take the cable car it goes from the low port on the island 
all the way up to, the to one of, of the, the top of one of the mountains. And on the top, there's a nice little, like a restaurant, like snack, a restaurant bar snack kind of thing. And there's also um, tropical birds. Tropical birds who will perform for you. And they're beautiful. The, the parrots, the macaws, the cockatiels. And they're trained and they do little acts. And you can buy a few souvenirs and stuff yeah. up there. And, it, and it's not terribly expensive. And when you want to leave, you just go back on the cable car and go back down the mountain. Finally, the Bahamas. The Bahamas, we want to warn you about. Because there are a lot of shady entrepreneurs who want to do business with you, selling you all kinds of stuff. Uh, Horse and buggy rides, private tours for small groups and vans, uh, people who want to braid your hair. That goes on nonstop. There's a lot of hucksters and hustlers. Uh, It's one of those ports where venturing out of several blocks immediately away from the dock can put you into some pretty scary areas. So be very cautious going there. Now, it's not all bad. There's the Atlantis Resort, which has, uh, it's an all-inclusive resort. And if you were to go to the Bahamas, not on a cruise, you would book a time there and spend your time at that resort. And it's all-inclusive. As a cruise uh, participant, if you book it as an excursion, they will take you to Atlantis and you will have access to all the things that are at Atlantis for the day. You can go in their pools. The shops, can, the pools. Uh, the restaurants, whatever you want. So, um, And it's all hassle-free there. Right. And we, Pete and I, have not done that yet. But um, at, on, the, on the cruise, the people that have gone there have given it a very good review. So we've, I think that we can recommend that. And finally, uh, when you're in the Bahamas, they also have private beaches that are owned by the cruise lines. Right, each cruise line has their own. Uh, we went to Coco Cay or something. Yeah, Coco Cay, I think it's called. And you go out there, and they they set up a bar, and they have uh, food and drink, and, and again more places where you can buy stuff. And it's a nice time. It is. Uh, the the drawback is that because of the shallow waters surrounding these beaches, the cruise line cannot get in close to the shore so you have to take a tender which is like a catamaran type boat from the main ship to your uh, beach and if the water is rough it can be a little difficult a little tricky getting on and off the tinder boat it can so just be aware so that is the uh, roundup of our three-part series on cruising part three excursions and yes maureen and i are hardly world travelers although we'd like to be (laughs) but we are sharing the experiences that we have had over the last uh, I guess 12 13 years that we've been cruising and again we urge you to take a cruise there is a cruise for just about every budget it's not as expensive as you think and if you've got money to burn well you know it's a pretty damn good way to burn it so take a cruise i know a carnival is going to start cruising again in august uh there haven't been any cruises going on lately of course because of the coronavirus but as the summer goes on they will be coming back online and who knows you might be able to get yourself some good deals (laughs) because they're going to be looking for your business so take a cruise And we'll talk to you again next week on another edition of Mixing It Up with Pete and Maureen. Until then, I'm Pete. I'm Maureen. And we're done for now. Goodbye, God bless you, and thank you. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.